0: Favorites. I lost my precious mamma this year, and there are days when I think I will never get over it. She was the source for many colorful stories in my life, and her voice can be heard in many of the characters who inhabit the stories I tell. I'm taking the time to talk a little bit about this now, since some of the questions I'm asked most often at book clubs and readings involve how I come up with stories and characters. I have to admit that I've always been a people watcher. And I'm drawn to those who are characters in real life. I don't write as much as I daydream, however. So when I see someone interesting and don't know anything about them, I just go on along and make stuff up. Always have. Must be why Mrs. Jean Miller, my beloved second-grade teacher at Skeen Elementary, called me a writer way back then. So glad I finally believed her. I hope you enjoy my little imaginings as much as I enjoyed writing them down. Chapter One Beatrice Bradsher. Will Faxton followed Beanie down the grassy aisles of polished granite headstones, as she silently stopped at first one, then another. The morning was quiet, if you didn't count the occasional logging truck roaring down the highway, or the soft swish of Beatrice Bradshaw's crinoline petticoat. This one's kind of pretty, Beanie said as she pointed to a low rectangular stone with two small entwined hearts engraved at the top. I think that one's meant for two people, Bean, Will said. Oh, that's why there's two hearts, Beanie sighed. But there's only one of me. Are you sure you want to do this now, Will asked. I done made up my mind on this one it ain't every day a body wins twenty thousand dollars on the lotto i'm to do something smart with it will wanted to tell her to do something fun with it instead he wanted to tell her to take a cruise to the bahamas or buy herself a car or at least a new bicycle but he didn't waste his breath she rode her red schwinn bike everywhere she went if she needed an occasional trip to walmart in the neighboring county she'd tag along with will on fridays like she'd done today Except this time they stopped by the Suwannee Monument Company to pick out a headstone. Otherwise, everything she needed was within a two-mile radius of downtown Mayhew Junction. She did not need to drive a car, even if she wanted to. Which she did not. Why don't you put it in the bank and think about it a while? There's no reason to be in a hurry about this, is there? I should hope not, Beanie snorted. But you never know about these things. I about got creamed by a chicken truck the other day. Them truckers are plain crazy, barreling through town like they ain't got good sense. I don't know why Sheriff Charlie don't do something about it. Somebody's bound to be killed, though Lord knows I hope it ain't me. Leastways not any time soon. What was we talking about? Will laughed. Beanie was a breath of fresh air, honest to a fault, pure in the truest sense of the word, with very little reason to filter anything that came through her lips. She marched to her own beat, and that's what he liked about her. Some people, Luanda Crump for one, would say Beanie was a spectacle, riding through town on a battered bike, a wire basket on the handlebars filled with groceries, fabric from the quilt shop, or a stack of Avon catalogs to deliver. We'll suspected it wasn't that she rode a bike, but how she dressed that gave everyone pause. Beanie Bradshaw made her own clothes skirts with layers of crinoline like the kind made for square dancing, button-down shirts decorated with ruffles, hand-beaded trim, or Beanie's personal favorite, rhinestones, and always, without fail, a matching cowboy hat covering the pale reddish hair that fell in curls down her back. Her face was pale, though her hands and legs sported a healthy tan. She wore enough makeup to complement her lightly freckled features and army green eyes, but not so much as to outdo her daily attire. And, though no color palette went unexplored in her repertoire of outfits, her lips were always painted the same muted shade of red that Beanie was quick to identify to any potential customer as Avon's rose gold number three. Cowboy boots completed her ensemble. There were two rows of them in her closet, as Will knew because she rented a room from him at the chateau. He occasionally went in to make repairs, change the light bulbs, or deal with the temperamental old plumbing. We were talking.